Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WHUTs after further review. We're getting into Michigan. High school basketball, and a little bit of Ohio as well, this little area. You like this theme right here? Yeah, college basketball on ESPN. Yes, that's right. Go ahead, Frank. Well, David st- Manigot Harris is also here on the phone lines. All right, well, I'll start off with where I do a lot of my work, and that's at Bedford and mm-hmm. the week that they've had on mm-hmm. the boys' side. Yeah, that's right. Of course, we'll go back to last Friday as we weren't able to be on last Saturday because of other obligations. Mm-hmm. With the both girls and boys ended up beating Celine, mm. which is a big win for both. Really? Yeah, the <clears throat> girls won 30. It was a 36-29 low-scoring game and got revenge of over Celine, who they lost to, who pretty bad at their place. And basically now they, uh, with how the girls have done, if they end up beating Ipsy Lincoln on Tuesday, they will clinch at least a share of the SEC Red. And that's the first time that they'll have won it since 2009. Since 2009? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. For Bedford. Yes. I thought they won, but didn't Bill Ryan win a few years ago? They didn't win it. They had some good teams that went far in the tournament, but didn't Yeah, they, they, they haven't won the conference. I mean, conference, they've won, right. They won districts. They won a right. regional a couple years ago. That's what I thought. Uh, but now they have a chance to... Uh, Get their first conference crowd since 2009. Okay. And of course, last night the girls ended up beating Monroe, or a shorthanded Monroe team, 50 to 7. And I think what surprised me the most is that he decided to play a man to man defense when he's been known to play zone or, mm-hmm. or go box and one. But of course, Monroe didn't have their best player, Sophia Bustle. Well, so they just played. They Sometimes went, did Bill play that two-on-two uh, bulldog full court press? Um, I think he pressed a little. He pressed some here and there, but in the half court, he pretty much just played man. Mm-hmm. We, as you know, Whitmer played against them. We lost um, to them by ten. Keep going. Yeah. So, and on the boys' side, last week boys beat Celine by one point, which mm-hmm. was a big win for us. And it was really a packed house when we were there. It was our celebration of Title IX. All all the staff members we had on the um, the green shirts for uh, Edith Green, who I believe is one of the founders of the or one of the people who got the whole Title IX legislation going. Hang, hang. So we had a pretty tough act to follow up. We went to Ann Arbor Skyline on Tuesday. Hey, we beat them by one point. Andrew Hollinger, 34 points, including the game winner. Or with two seconds left. Mm-hmm. So that was a big win for us. Gives us a season sweep of Skyline. Nice. So 
I don't remember the last time as a program where we've swept Skyline. What's your overall mm-hmm. record? Uh, we are 14 and 5 right now. How many games you play? You played 20, right? Uh, we've played 19 so far. Right. We've got three games left. So you went, you went up to 22 this year. Yeah. Back in the last year was only 20, right? Yeah. Okay. You're up, you're now like where Ohio's at, where we play 20, the Deuce Deuce. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now we play 22. Okay. okay. And I should say our girls are now uh, 20. They're now uh, 20 and one. They'll play Ipsy Lincoln on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think they can. Hey, and then for us, I said we beat Skyline. And then, of course, going to this one, it was at Monroe. And look, I going to this one, I knew it was. I was expecting a fight because, for one, rivalry game. Hey, man, I know we have said this countless times on these airways, but rivalry games, you throw records out the window. Plus, I knew it was Monroe's Winterfest game, and I know from having many a friend and relative who has attended Monroe, they take their Winterfest game seriously. It's a big crowd. Everybody's there. Here to enjoy the game. Hey, and of course, I, and even though I knew that Monroe was going to be without a couple of players, one to injury, another one to who was in the doghouse, I was still expecting them to... Give it their give it their best shot, and mm-hmm. I mean we handled our business to the first quarter. I think, but I think the other thing too was Andrew only needed eight points to get to a thousand mm-hmm. for his career, and uh, we're wondering when was it going to happen. I was keeping tabs on that. I, Monroe's scorekeeper was keeping tabs on it. Um, John Ray, their athletic director, was asking me to keep him updated, and I was letting him know. Mm-hmm. I mean. It actually happened in the second quarter. I sent you the video of it where there he got took a feed from Evan Campbell. Little scored, got the or got a foul to boot. His then of course he hit his free throw. And then they stopped the game, let him have his moment. Told you, you said he got his. What was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday he got his one thousandth career point. Okay, nice. Well, you know what we do here. We always do this for him. Yeah, he actually becomes the fifth uh, boys player at Bedford to reach the thousand point mark. The Our, money ball, you know, it's hard to get that money ball. Yeah, the other, the only others have done it are um, Roy Couch, Dave Clem, John Whitman, and uh, Jackson uh, Lamb. Yeah, obviously Jackson Lamb. Jackson's the all-time leading scorer at Bedford. Mm-hmm. Right, so, um, where's he at? Jackson Lamb at? Um, he finished his career with 1,901 points. Damn. Wow. But, I mean, Jack- Jackson was a four-year starter. Mm-hmm. What was Andrew? Three-year starter? I mean, yeah, Andrew scored. He played on varsity his freshman year, mm-hmm. only scored like 30 points that year. Wow. Only 30 points? He must have, Was he a late call-up? or? I really don't know, mm-hmm. no, to be quite honest with you. You've had Andrew since sophomore year? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's real... I mean, he's been and he's been a consistent double double guy. I mean, last night he finished with twenty three points and fourteen rebounds. Okay. Rebounds, and of course, he's still got a lot more to go. I think conceive. I mean, it's possible that he could possibly he could move up to number two on the all on the scoring list, where John Whitman is, who's got eleven hundred and eighty. But he'd have to probably he'd have to play at least uh, six games and probably average. Damn near thirty points a game. Mm-hmm. It's doable, but but we'll yeah, see what happens. How much is Whitman at? 
He's at eleven hundred and eighty. Andrew's at one thousand and fifteen. Yeah, he'd have to get six games and average at least thirty or at least twenty eight because he's already at one thousand fifteen. So, um, so but he can't get at least third or fourth. Oh yeah, yeah. Dave Clem, for the record, is in third place with eleven hundred and eight. Okay. So, so right, eleven hundred and eight, and where's he's at eleven hundred or he's at one thousand fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So, but of course, it wasn't. It wasn't only Andrew last night. Carson Banky, our point guard, he ended up having another great game. He finished with 19 points, mm-hmm. hit six three pointers. He's really start. He's really starting to come along. I think he'll be the next guy who hits the thousand point mark for wow, us. Wow, Jordan Bolin now getting two one thousand point scores on his his watch. That's pretty good. Well, I mean, he's not well. To be to be fair. Andrew's not the first thousand point score that um, Jordan has coached. I mean, when we were at Dundee, Dallas Bolster hit that mark. Our, well, what I mean by it is at Bedford. I'm yeah. not talking about at Dundee. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking, like, but I mean, I'm talking like as a coach, Bowen's had this is the second one he's had. I mean, the th- and guys who I've seen get a thousand points. I mean, last year in districts, Monroe Xander Middleton got it in the district semifinal, and mm-hmm. we made sure to. They made sure to stop the game, and mm-hmm. I made sure to offer my congrats to them. Because um, I know I know how much of a big deal it is. I mean, you you work hard for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think going into those, that game, I mean, we're trying not to not let Andrew know that he was close. I mean, he said he admitted, yeah, I, I knew it was gonna. I was close, but he kind of caught hit when he was coming down, and somebody in the student section was saying. Two more. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling and uh, Niles Kruger from the Monroe News, and I was telling everybody at the table, and I was trying to signal to his parents, Aaron and Michelle, said, "Hey, next bucket, it's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was trying to get get it on video. What it did, I was like, so I'd be shooting it, and then, or if it didn't go, I'm like, okay, wait, next time down, mm-hmm. next time down, mm-hmm. and then when it did. It was pretty. It was really a good moment, probably about best one of the season. But I mean, some other thousand point scores I've seen. I saw mm-hmm. Nick Job get his when he was at Ida. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, I mean, Dallas I didn't get to because the game he did it, I was out sick. Mm-hmm. So, heck, and they did it on the road. So, I mean, obviously our next game when we play Lincoln at home, we're gonna. Give in. We're gonna honor Andrew pregame. Give him a special ball. Mm-hmm. He actually got to keep the game ball from this one. So I mean, I gotta commend uh, John Raymond Rose, athletic director Larry Middleton, their coach, saying, "Hey, you know, we milestone happened. Well, uh, and thank you for letting us uh, keep one of your game balls." Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Keep going. And yeah. by the way, in the Toledo area, the, the the Three Rivers Athletic Conference, the track boys, is shared by Whitmer Central Catholic. Also, um, Perrysburg and Anthony Wayne shared the NLL. Oof. And then the tack was won by Emmanuel Christian and Jerry Easter. Oh yeah. NWOAL, the Northwestern Ohio Athletic League, was won by Wasian in the NBC. No, we're not talking about the network. The Northern Buckeye Conference was won by Rossford as they beat Genoa. Yeah. I mean, for for our conference, the SEC Red, 
Ann Arbor Hurons pretty much locked that up. Mm-hmm. They're uh, eleven and one right now in conference play. Celine, but of course, from second on back, it's kind of a doozy because Celine is Celine's nine and four right now. How uh, Skyline's nine and four, mm-hmm. or we're eight and five. We play Lincoln next, and they beat us at their place. So if we beat them, and I think if uh, I mean I'm, I gotta see who Celine. Let me see who I can pull up who Celine has next. Give me a moment. Celine will play at Pioneer, so they probably might win that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Skyline. They will play at Huron, so I think Huron will win that one. So we can, so I mean, I think best case, we end up finishing third. We tie we tie with Skyline, but we technically would hold the tiebreaker. But if Celine loses, we could possibly finish tied for second. Which, given where we were last year, only winning four games, and I'd call that, that a success. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, and of course, go. Of course, go after after that. We play a couple out of conference games. We got Milan uh, a week from Tuesday, and then Pinckney at home for our senior night. Right, those are two games that I'd say we'll we should be able to take care of business in and win. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, district play. If with NPR rankings are. If our season ended, the season ended now, we would be the one seed in our district with mm-hmm. Woodhaven, Carlson, Trenton, and Monroe. Oh, so I think we, I'd like to get the one seed because then we get like the winner of I, I forget who I've, I'd have to see who's gonna all be where. It would probably be either Trenton and Trenton, probably Trenton and Carlson would be the winner. Monroe, I know, doesn't have that great of a record, but I think their strength of schedule is better, which has helped them. Mm-hmm. And plus, I think, um, I think they got they're probably going to get at least another or a couple wins as well. They've got to play Dexter next, and they've also got to play Gross. They got to play Gross Hill, and and then they can and then they end the season obviously with Ida and. Speaking of Ida, my alma mater, I gotta get I gotta give them a shout out. No, well, okay, give them a shout out. Cause give them some love. No, last week they went to Onstead, who was first place in the LCAA, mm-hmm. the Lenawee County Athletic Association, and and they went in there and won by two points. That gave Onstead their first conference loss at home. Actually, first. Home since uh, two th- first conference loss overall since two thousand since twenty twenty one when they lost to Clinton. So that ended a long, long win streak and got them pretty much right back in the thick of the race. Mm-hmm. But they didn't stop there. Monday night, I got to go watch them play Jonesville, who was ranked in the top twenty in their. I think Jonesville's D two D three one of those two. Who, and they pretty much beat them like a Cherokee drum. It was fifty nine forty three. A Cherokee drum. Okay. Yeah, they. I mean, they wins one thing, but they beat a really good Jonesville team, team by double digits. That's that was a bit. That was a big win for them. Mm. 
And then they go into Clinton got about two minutes. on Thursday night. And then they beat Clinton, who they lost to in the regular season. So now they're pretty much in second place in the conference. And, of course, if provided they take care, they take care of business against uh, Columbia Central on, uh, let's see, they got beat. They got to beat Brooklyn Columbia Central on Tuesday, and then I think they also play Hudson. They win those two, and then you hope Onstead probably loses a game, maybe preferably to Clinton. And you can actually finish with at least no worse than a share of the LCAA, which Ida has not done since 2009. That was the team that had Nick Job as a senior. Jared Jansen was on that. Frank, you got you to gotta wrap it up, Frank. Because, Frank, you do this. You want to get the time, crunching the time. Just pick the phone up. All right. Answer we'll it. So, Frank. in a moment, guys. We got, we're going to get this. Uh, Frank, you get in there and you get a little long-winded. So, I think everyone gets the gist of everything. Um, like I said, we got Rocket Women's Basketball coming up in the f- next few minutes. Finish up the little bit you got. Yeah, so. Well, and of course, Ida will end their season against Monroe, which will be somewhat interesting of a game. Ty Robinson doing well, good as well. Oh, yeah. Too. He actually. He, Oh, I do have to mention Tyler. He actually, I believe he broke one of their records three for three points. Yep. Yeah, I forget if it was the season record or it was the career record. Okay. I'm have to pull. I'm gonna have to dig it up, but I know. I know. So, gotta give him. Gotta shout about his uh, dad. Aaron ended up coming to our game last night. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was, a, it was yeah. nice for him to show up. Live in that area. Oh, by the way, so we're uh, finishing up. Talking about Basketball Hall of Fame, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, and Greg Popovich headline a list of finalists for the 2023 class for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Also, Tony Parker from France, Becky Hammond as well, some finalists. They'll name the actual finalists finalists um, in, uh, during the Final Four, the men's Final Four during that time. Also, Jennifer Az also as well. David, what you got planned for this weekend, man, as we get on out of here? Sure. Watching NBA All-Star game, maybe we'll see LeBron play. Maybe not, but then football heavy, college football. College football? What, where, are you, where are you watching that at? I mean, spring football is coming up. Oh, yes. About, the return of the XFL. XFL, they've had their specials as well on there. And uh, like I said, fellas, uh, I don't know if I'll be watching the XFL or, or spring football. Um, the NBA All-Star game, also, I really won't be watching. I'll, All-Star ex- activities would be this Saturday, obviously, but I have a game as we have our sectional final against Northview. So I don't won't be, by the time I get home, all the activities will be done. I'll probably watch the replay. Uh, and then the All-Star game is usually honors. Um, so can't wait till the regular season comes back on. David, have a great weekend. Once again, always, as usual, great talking some great football with you. All right. See you guys next week. All right. And then, Frank, what you got? Well, back to work tomorrow. And, of course, basketball on the horizon. One game next week. And then probably other games I got to scout to. And you do the district draws for this weekend for the girls, and then next week. Yeah, that'll be boys. announced Sunday. I can know that Bedford's girls will have the one seed there. Yeah, they've got that locked up. Okay. Like I said before, at the top of the hour at two o'clock, you got Rocket Women's Basketball here from WXUT Sports. Uh, this has been a presentation of eighty-eight point three WXUT's after further review. 
Make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes for every segment. We're also here on air, usually between 11 and 1 o'clock. For Frank and David, I'm Derek. We'll see you when you see you. Peace. We're out.